0: Just go to indeed.com slash Bluewire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Bluewire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Um, but they do this like they did this like s- scrub, this body scrub.
0: Oh yeah,
2: that was an add-on. That. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want to be scrubbed down like I'm a dirty pot. <laughs> Mr.
1: Liz. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's literally a bear
2: to me
0: <laughs> welcome to the holy
1: hour a podcast about sex relationships mental health and everything in between i'm amelia samson and i'm liz ball follow us on instagram and tiktok at the holy hour I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. Mr. Liz is co-hosting with me today because Amelia and Frank are on vacation.
2: Is uh Frank the nickname of Amelia's boyfriend?
1: Yes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of the questions people asked is if you were best friends with Frank yet?
2: Um, I mean we're not best friends, but we both love each other. He's great.
1: yeah, that's oh I think that's sweet. yeah they m- maybe they'll become best friends, but it's it's uh they're both very busy people yeah they're need- hard they're hard to nail down.
2: We've, uh, we haven't, we have like, hung out one-on-one, but whenever I see him with you guys, it's really fun.
1: Yeah, we've gone on a couple of group outings. So some people have some questions for you. All right. And I'm going to pull them up. A listener wants to know what it's like sharing your girlfriend with Amelia, her daughter. <laughs> that Wait. question was asked by Amelia. <laughs>
2: Shh. What it's like to share my girlfriend with whose daughter?
1: With Amelia, who's my daughter, Oh, <laughs> A- according to Amelia.
2: I mean, I feel like I have majority time, so it's, it's pretty easy. It's great.
1: That is true. You do. I like this question. What is the biggest green flag you two see in each other?
2: Hmm. Um, I think how supportive we both are of each other. Like you have always been really supportive of like everything that I'm doing and want to do, um, which I'll I
1: fight all your enemies. Yeah. You'll, you'll, willingly. you'll fight
2: anyone who I'm like, this person's giving me sass and you're like, do you want me to fight them? <laughs> and then I got to hold, hold Liz off.
1: Mr. Liz does that for me too. Um, if I'm upset with anybody, he says, should I mail them bees? <laughs> yeah, <I was> gonna, <laughs> do you want gonna me to mail that? them bees? I'll, I'll do it.
2: I'll send them bees. <laughs> I think, imagine you just like, you just like open up a package. The package says, like, you know what you're doing, and you open it up, (laughs) and you just get swarmed by bees. (laughs) And then you see me, like, peel away out of your driveway.
1: I'm trying to think of some, like, um, green flags that are, like, maybe more surface level.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Um, I think, like, some green flags when I first met Mr. Liz was. He painted his nails. That was a green flag to me. Um and uh how many plants he has. He has lots of plants. He's a plant lady.
2: Um a green flag that I noticed was the like tile contact paper you had in your kitchen. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." And you're like, "Thanks. I did that myself." And I was like, "Oh."
1: She can tile walls? She,
2: no, I was just <laughs> like it's a it's a very thoughtful like element to put into a space and to a lot of people don't realize that they can just like customize whatever they want or make life what they want. And the fact that you spent that time on that detail, I thought was cool.
1: I'm definitely a big wallpaper bitch. Yeah. Um, and now I'm trying to think of something that is less surface level that is a green flag to me because i don't want to copy what you said
2: that's okay while you're thinking of that um have you seen the beige flag trend yeah what are my beige flags (laughs) i was thinking
1: about that too
2: (laughs) let me try to think if you have Um, any I,
1: i think your beige flag is and maybe i'm answering this incorrectly i think your beige flag is uh when you're really intently doing something especially cooking you do this like funny movement with your lips. Oh, I was thinking about that earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> he d- he makes, he goes between making like a. It's um, like purse lips. Yeah. It's like, it almost looks like you're chewing with only your lips. <laughs> 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 it's cute. <laughs> Everyone has like a different type of concentration face. And mine is um, tucking my lips in. Like how you're doing right now. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't a beige flag per se if anything it's more like brownish red (laughs) but (laughs) when we were playing stardew valley the other day and you (laughs) raged at me because i died in the mines you fucking lost your shit and it's (laughs) the only time i've seen you get that like (laughs) matt like you were fucking tilted (laughs) when you, when you
1: die in the mines shit gets taken from you yeah
2: i understand the stakes were high and i fucked up i i fumbled but I just thought it was so funny to see you do that because normally you're just like, Sturdy Valley, blah, blah, blah. And I'm very chill. protective
1: of my farm. I put a lot of hours into my Sturdy Valley farm.
2: And then I was like, that's how I must have sounded to you all the time when I was playing Elden Ring. Just <laughs> like, fuck this game.
1: God damn it. Or when you're, like, snapping at your friends and you are when you're gaming yeah. with them. It is funny to hear, He's but... Yelling
2: at each other for hours, if somehow <laughs> trying to get relaxed by this activity.
1: <laughs> the only... I participate in Mr. Liz's game playing if I'm like, what's that? Go in there. What's over there?
2: You're like, ooh, what's are that you, shiny thing? Are you go looking
1: g- at all the stuff? <laughs> go get that shiny thing. <laughs> I think that's why I like Stardew Valley so much is because there's always a little thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't look there yet. simulator. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun a less obvious green flag with mr liz um honestly i i appreciate when you turn into coach boyfriend
2: oh that's good um what i've been trying to be coach boyfriend less
1: <laughs> it depends on the activity um so coach boyfriend is when like tiger mom yeah yeah he's a tiger mom um when we're doing an activity that maybe Mr. Liz is more familiar with, um, like skiing specifically. And every time I do something well, he challenges me to do something even more specific. And I asked why recently, and he's like, well, because I think you'd have more fun if you were better at skiing. And I agree with that, but I have to um, have time to actually enjoy it first. Oh, (laughs) yeah.
2: I I was thinking about this uh, the other day. I went mountain biking with a friend, and I do not mountain bike. Um, And I was, like, kind of just scared the whole time because he was really good and going really fast, and I was like, Uh. this must be how, like, Liz felt, like, skiing all the time, where you're (laughs) just like... You're just hanging on by a thread. Like he was like, how was that? Was that fun? Was that fun? And I was like, uh, I mean a a little bit, mostly scared. I was mostly scared, you know?
1: (laughs) I think the difference is I would have started crying.
2: Yeah.
1: And I have you, I have coach boyfriend to comfort Mm me and make me feel better. So that, that always helps. Um, but you're supportive about all kinds of stuff. Like when it comes to like jumping off the high dive or, um, Cliff jumping, but mm-hmm. I don't do anything as wild as you. Not but, yet. Maybe. But still being still being supportive of it is helpful. Yeah. It it it's nice when you emerge and there's someone on the other side like, Hooray, you did it. Nice job. <laughs> um, let's let me see what these other questions are. Oh. Um this one is what is his take on the Barbie movie? Did he like it?
2: I did like it. It was a lot of fun. It was way different than I was anticipating, and I don't know—I guess what I was anticipating because I specifically didn't try to watch a lot of trailers. Yeah, um, same. I guess it was more, a little bit more stylized than I thought it was going to be, which I did appreciate. Like, mm-hmm. especially now, um, seeing a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, I appreciate it even more. Like, seeing how, like, all the practical sets and stuff like that. And then I was listening to uh the person that was in charge of hair talking about how they needed to tone the blonde in a very specific way in order for it to work with each costume and Mm -hmm. she had like custom toners for each look which was super cool um yeah i loved it um i'm glad it didn't like get as tropey as i thought it was going to be like this is spoilers obviously but when they were like, We need to find who's playing with you in real life and like make them happy. I was like, Okay, so that's just gonna be the plot for the rest of the movie. But and that's how it would be for like a lot of these other ones, but like that wasn't it, and it was way deeper than that. And Greta Gerwig did awesome job touching touching on a lot of a lot of subjects.
1: Um Mr. Liz loves Ken.
2: I do love Ken. But who doesn't love Ken? Yeah.
1: He was so funny.
2: I also think it's interesting seeing a lot of reactions to the Bari movie, like people loving Ken, but in a way that like Ken loves himself and kind of missing the point of Mm -hmm. what that character is supposed to be. Like I saw this one edit on Instagram where it was like, barbie realizes that being a girl is hard and then ken realizes and then it was just the montage where he goes into the real world and just sees like the (laughs) boys are great montage and then one of the comments was like imagine seeing the barbie movie and then making a sigma edit of that thinking that's what the movie's (laughs) supposed to be about men
1: men. yeah (laughs) um i thought i think when i was thinking about the kens I think one of my favorite parts is that that has been overlooked a little bit is how the Kens are kind of like against each other, but then they have this moment where they come together and they're supportive of each other. And I just really appreciated this like, um, this kind of like male friendship thing happening, like um, creating spaces for each other to be supportive, which is not something that we usually see mm-hmm. um, in are the they, real world.
2: <laughs> when are they supportive of each other outside of them just like making patriarchy and Barbie land? At
1: the very end mm. when um, they miss the voting thing. Oh yeah. and But like them dancing together mm-hmm. and like having this like moment together and then they're like, we're friends, we love each other instead of like fighting over who's getting more female attention. Yeah. So, I thought that was, that was interesting, and mm-hmm. I liked it. I, lo- I, I think male friendships are so cute. Like, I love when boys are good friends. Yeah. It's adorable.
2: <laughs> it is a good
0: time. <laughs> I, d-
1: I just want to see more of it.
0: <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Find Reese's now at a store near you.
1: What's this next question?
2: Uh, in the, going back to Barbie, I was thinking about like, uh, just thinking of the Barbie movie in relation to Oppenheimer and all of that. One, just like super cool that it just smashed it out of the park. Like Mm -hmm. numbers wise just absolutely dominated Oppenheimer. I wasn't really expecting that. Um, and then comparing how like nolan treats female characters versus how in this like um female-led movie uh gerwig treats the male characters like in all of uh nolan's movies women are just like supporting their their arcs are literally just to promote the uh the progression of of the, the, the male's timeline. Boy? Yeah. It's it's like literally like, oh my dead wife mm-hmm. or oh my kidnapped girlfriend. Like it's it's never uh them actually doing something. Whereas in the Barbie movie, Ken has like a fully fledged plot. He's not just damseled and he's not and the protagonist isn't just reacting to his trauma as a plot point. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting.
1: He does have his own like internal experience that mm-hmm. we get to witness. Yeah. Versus just kind of this one dimensional character. Right. Of like I love the special boy and I also love the special boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um I yeah, it is really interesting, like the juxtaposition between the two. Because they're both good. But Barbie, I think uh one one thing that you had mentioned to me that I thought was really interesting was seeing like red versus blue states where barbie was watched more
2: oh yeah it was a map of the u.s where it showed which movie was watched more by state and if you compared it to a political map of red versus blue like republicans versus democrats um it was inverted of what you thought it would be so all the blue states saw oppenheimer more and all the red states saw barbie more which is not really what you'd expect but The only reason I could think of why that may be is because Barbie was resonating a lot more with audiences who are like uh, more oppressed or really facing um, the patriarchy in more severe ways like all the red states. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's why they're seeing this and being like, fuck yeah.
1: Yeah, radicalizing people. It'll be interesting to see if, I don't know, with like the um long-term... I I'm trying, having a hard effects time to of the barbie movie yeah and like what it's how it's going to hold up
2: yeah well they're green lighting a shit ton of toy movies now so well, we get to be excited for all those
1: i know i saw that and that was annoying because it's not like, really the point yeah barbie had like a really good
2: though so if premise. we like um i guess like the lego movie is a toy movie where i thought it was going to be lame and then it actually was good in terms of the message you thought the Lego, On paper, would be lame. the Lego movie, like if someone's when first when you heard like the Barbie movie, you're like, oh boy, this is gonna be like Mattel propaganda cringe. And then it was great. And that's kind of similar to how I felt about the Lego movie. I was like, that's gonna be cheesy as hell for kids. And then it's actually uh like good writing. So hopefully they, they I mean there
1: is a writer's strength, so we'll see what happens. Yeah.
2: Hopefully they take these like cliched franchises and do something fun with them
1: Mm -hmm. um this next question is where do you find a man like mr liz um well i found this one on hinge in seattle so yeah
2: online dating folks it can't (laughs) fail you
1: (laughs) and i mean technically amelia met frank through means of online dating in a way Mm -hmm. um turn this a little bit um I mean, yeah, online dating sucks, but I was in on the apps with the mindset of I was bored and I just wanted to say the weirdest things to everyone possible to s- yeah, entertain myself. Covid land. Yeah, pure isolation. Yeah. Exactly. So, um but where where would you say uh someone could find a man a man like you? Uh that isn't online. <laughs>
2: uh your local antique store <laughs> <laughs> that's true or goodwill
1: yeah yeah um so you heard it here first this is where you go to find your own mr liz mm-hmm. i wonder where what frank would say he could be found
2: where frank would be found yeah,
1: yeah or men like frank we'll have to ask when they get back this person asks, dealing with conflicts i find it hard to have a serious conversation without crying I think, I mean, in my experience, I feel this, I had the same problem Um, and you just need to let yourself cry Yeah. during the, you'll get used to like approaching conflict and then you won't cry as much.
2: Yeah. Not only won't make you feel better than exactly what you said, like the more you face that, that feeling and, and like get used to feeling that fight or flight response, the less scary it's going to be.
1: Also remind yourself that crying is like your body's way of taking itself out of fight or flight. There's a reason that you're crying. And if you've had a hard time in the past with like managing conflict, like of course it's going to be a difficult experience. So um, anytime I started approaching Mr. Liz with like things that Maybe were bothering me, or like hard for me to talk about, and I would start crying. At a- I warned him that it's like to just ignore that I'm crying, <laughs> and um to also just like let me cry, and um I think also premising it with like this is uncomfortable for me to talk about, like mm-hmm. because I hate conflict or. I have a hard time approaching it like that also puts everybody in the in on the same page you know what what do you think
2: I I feel like I don't have anything else to add I think you nailed it (laughs) (laughs) cry Uh, away
1: (laughs) I'm gonna let you answer this one first how do you how to get dudes to contribute to chores around the house when you're non-confrontational
2: hmm you have to uh employ a reward system like gummy worms or gold stars,
1: but actually how do you how do you tell a grown man that he needs to be cleaning up after himself
2: yeah that that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've ever had like a roommate where if I let's see the, the thing is like I am confrontational, like sometimes I enjoy yeah, the conflict. He,
1: he Jones is for confrontation with strangers sometimes. Yeah.
2: So I'm not the best person to answer this, but I'm trying to think of how I would be told. I, I mean I think a good system would be to um maybe create a list, be like what chores like do you not mind doing or which do you like doing? You know, and well then, first
1: they need to approach the conversation. So I think if you like,
2: go hey stupid, yeah,
1: hey dumbass, <laughs> take no. the trash out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that uh, approaching the conversation is the hardest part. Yeah. Um, so I would say, like, similar to the the last conflict related question, is to just like say up front, like, I- I've I feel like really awkward bringing this up because then everybody knows how you feel and that you like obviously don't want to be having this conversation but it's gotten to a point where like it's bothering you enough that you feel like you need to say something so just getting everyone on the same page which is like i feel really like awkward and but i i I just this is important to me so um i was hoping that you can contribute to house chores a little bit more and then from there if you guys wanted to split it up
2: I mean, I, I think if you say a little bit more, that might just be like too vague. You might need to actually come up with a system because then yeah. they might do one thing and be like, see, I did it. But yeah. You're like, no, like every do week specifics. I'm doing the dishes, taking out the trash, doing the laundry, sweeping, mm-hmm. whatever. I think like yeah, it creating, needs to be creating consistent. A, a divvied up chart yeah. could be helpful.
1: Um, I've, I've been rewatching The Office and uh, in one of the seasons, like Dwight... His janitor is on vacation And he doesn't get anyone to like fill in So the office becomes a little bit of a mess So Pam makes a Chore chart that's a wheel Mm -hmm. And then they make it spin I feel like I brought this up In the last episode but I can't remember for sure So um, Maybe if you make it fun Have a spinning wheel in each day
2: (laughs) No it's random Who has to do what I don't like that That (laughs) sucks.
1: I don't know I'm trying to think of a fun way to to mix it up ask chat gpt yeah how How can i make my chores fun um sometimes what i do is i get a little high and that makes it more tolerable
2: yeah or just setting a time be like all right i'm just gonna do mm-hmm. one thing for half an hour 45 minutes and then just by like making yourself sick to that time you actually get way more done than mm-hmm. you think and then sometimes you go a little bit over
1: yeah it's true um I saw someone call it scary hour. Mm-hmm. You have a, a scary hour each day where you spend an hour doing the things that you don't want to be doing. Yeah. And in this case, your scary hour can be cleaning and you both can do it. And maybe that would be more fun, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you make a little game out of it. <laughs> um, I like this question, but I don't know how we'll answer it. What What is a hurdle you've had to overcome in your relationship?
2: Um, I think for me, just being more communicative in general and just being like a lot more like open about how how I'm feeling. Like my whole thing is like I don't want to bring up problems if I don't have a solution. So if I'm feeling... Have a feeling that I think is going to be like a problem or like make Liz upset. I'll just like keep it in because I don't want to like bring a problem to the table, instead of realizing that it's not just a problem. It's like a discussion, and it's something that Liz would still want to hear.
1: Mm-hmm. I I also think that maybe like a skill that I have is um, coming up with lots of options for solutions to things. So he doesn't have to put himself in a hole where he has to come up with a solution by himself or have already fixed it. Um, and I think for me, I noticed this at the beginning of our relationship and probably like maybe the first year where I just felt like I had to be perfect all the time. Like I, if I had any conflict I needed to bring to you, like that maybe similar to you like I knew there needed to be a solution Mm -hmm. or um that I couldn't like upset you in any kind of way or or be upset myself Mm -hmm. um because I was worried that if I wasn't like always um agreeable that you wouldn't like me anymore
2: yeah that's definitely not the case yeah and I've
1: let go of that I think Mm -hmm. (laughs) As we learned while I was playing Stardew yeah, Valley. Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> um,
2: I wonder what I would think if you did that like the second week we were dating. I, I probably would have liked it. It was very funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the first time I was sassy to you, I was like a little drunk. I'd been like wine tasting with my friends and then I met up with you.
2: Oh, yeah. You were it, very sassy. Spicy, spicy. Was that when we went... To the grocery store to try to get yeah find plug a plug for, for the, my bathtub. Oh bath my god! Thumb. Yeah, you were a nightmare.
1: What? No, you've this is your first time telling me that. You said I was sassy and you thought it was really funny and it, you liked it. It
2: was funny, but you were being such a pain. I was suggesting all, so we were. Liz doesn't have any way to plug her bathtub, um, so we like went to the. A supermarket to find a bath plug which i guess they just don't have and liz was wine drunk and i had, like just picked her up and i was like sure i'll go help you find a bathtub plug and then you're just shooting down every macgyver idea i had like now, now needs no. to be a plug no no it's like okay fine <laughs> well, well we can go home did then. you
1: consider that they were bad ideas but guess what listener we found a bathtub plug. We did. At, yeah, Where? it's in my bath bathroom right now. In we the grocery found store? It at, Um, we got it at Walgreens, I think, or CVS.
2: That was an entirely different trip then.
1: No, it was the same. I took night. you to
2: multiple places. Yes. I am so giving. <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> Fuck you.
2: <laughs> I took her around town. <laughs> you, t- she was you took you took me to like blasted. two
1: places. We found a plug that night. Anyways. Um, This one wants us to tell Please tell your tell us your first fart story I'm so scared to toot in front of my SO
2: You just gotta let him rip You gotta be fart positive Because yeah. if you're holding him in You're gonna be holding him in for the rest of your life
1: Mr. Liz led with farting I, I think You didn't fart on our first date But yeah, at least by our second date probably. I actually think your roommate farted in front of me first He
2: absolutely did
1: he was just laying there and let it rip.
2: Yeah, we were at the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh, well, these are the the guys I'm around now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Those are farty Italians.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, Mr. Liz farted in front of me first. And then after that, it just doesn't really matter because he farts more than me anyways.
2: Yeah, disproportionately.
1: Um. You just gotta do it, because it's normal. And everybody is farting. These days, <laughs> we all have IBS, yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I can't think of anything, sp- like a specific story. It just happened very early on. And then by the time that I was comfortable farting, he had just already farted in front of me so much it didn't matter yeah was. i was even like there's no decorum here
2: no i um, was like finally
1: <laughs> mine are silent but deadly
2: yeah oh boy <laughs> there was one, one that- punched me in the mouth yesterday <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah I, I was sleeping in front of a fan and it just blew it straight in, <laughs> into our faces <laughs>
2: I think it's what <laughs> waterboarding must feel like, where you, all you're doing is just trying to get away, but it just keeps on getting. Deeper that in is,
1: your face. that is every time you stay the night at my. Uh,
2: I'm so in sorry. My apartment.
1: There are sometimes where like he'll go to bed before me, and I'll be up like <laughs> you know doing my skincare routine, or like maybe I just. N- no, I need a little bit more like enrichment time before I could fall asleep. <laughs> Wait,
2: does enrichment time mean? One more level in the mines?
1: <laughs> yeah. Or just like mindlessly scrolling on TikTok. Anyways, um I'll be able to smell the farts before I even get into the room. They're it's leaking. just leaking out, yeah. So, sometimes, some nights are worse than others, but we we do it for love. Um this person says butt stuff, yay or nay.
2: Yay. With, what with, do you mean but within within reason? I mean we had the whole Titanic situation.
1: Yeah, that is a fame. For I mean people still send me butt plug memes. Um just a quick recap if you're new here. Um <laughs> <laughs> a butt plug started to Titanic its way into my asshole and we had to think quick and luckily it was able, we were able to get it out Yeah, or man, I got it out. This
2: whole alternate timeline flashed before my eyes in like <laughs> a split second I where like, I was like, no, Oh, we're going to the ER and yeah. now we're in the ER waiting room and now we're explaining to the doctor what happened and it's out and the drive back and the awkward silence.
1: They've, but they've seen way worse for sure. I know,
2: but it would have just been such a pain. Yeah. It, such was, a hassle. it
1: was rough you should definitely go back and find that episode because <laughs> it is a very, it's a funny story because things turned out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think even if I ended up in the ER, I still would have told the story because that still yeah. would have been funny to me, yeah. to be honest. would have been expensive though. And that wouldn't have been very fun. Um,
2: well, how much did the, uh, did the worm visit cost you?
1: That was basically free. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, there was a, um, time where I thought maybe I had worms. <laughs> a tapeworm. A tapeworm.
2: When we went to the ER or like urgent care, at like. I just was having so
1: many stomach problems, so we went to an urgent care, and that was my first and maybe last ultrasound I'll ever have.
2: <laughs> you got an ultrasound? Yeah, that's how they that. look for the worms. Oh, interesting.
1: Oh, this is a good question. Did you set boundaries around podcast discussions or do you not care at all what you talk about? Or yeah, do you not care what I talk about?
2: Um, I feel like we set some boundaries where
1: I don't think we've ever like explicitly talked about anything. Like I early on, I was like if you don't want me to talk about you, like I totally won't because this is this is more important to me than
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I trust Liz. I think just remaining anonymous helps. Um, whenever there's something that maybe we'd want a boundary around, Liz will like ask me first, mm-hmm. or she'll like tell me or something. Um, and there have been a few times where we've talked about it, where I've been like, "I wish you had discussed this differently." But mm-hmm. yeah, in general, it's not not a big deal.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Like
2: I'm not gonna like. This is Liz like telling her truth and story and all that so i'm gonna censor that
1: there is i i can just tell like what things might be too sensitive to share on the podcast or that that you know there are also things that i don't want to share that mm-hmm. i'm still like protective over that i'm not ready to talk about and maybe eventually but not not right now um so i think yeah it's just a matter of discussion and i'll if it's something that i'm like i'm iffy about that i know he'll for sure be iffy about it too so i always ask him but we don't have any like official boundaries around what i talk about i just want him to still feel like he has his privacy and is comfortable (laughs) all right you ready yes uh so Every year for the last, well, I guess technically like four summers, right? Since we've been dating. Yeah, so this will be our fourth one. We've been dating for three years, but
2: this will be our fourth one.
1: I'm pretty sure. One yeah. Third. No, because our first one. We're going one,
2: into we're going into our fourth year of dating.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's it. Is confusing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but we do something called Self-Care Weekend. Mr. Liz is the uh, oh, creator. <laughs> I just accidentally said his name. You can
2: bleep it. <laughs> do, you, do you ever bleep things?
1: No. Uh, no.
2: You just we it. should. I started Self-Care Weekend like five or six years ago. Yeah, five or six. But um, kind of inspired by the... Treat yourself day. The episode in <laughs> Parks and Rec right. where you just say yes to everything <laughs> and just splurge Treat on yourself. yourself. Um, and then also because uh, this time of year, my toes are generally pretty fucked up from skiing, like especially summer skiing, where you're maybe not clipping your toenails as good as you should be, and you get them all fucked up in your <laughs> ski boots. So I needed a, a pedicure real bad. So I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get, get a pedicure, and then I was like. Why don't, I, why don't I get a massage make a thing of this, while yeah. I'm at it? Yeah, I'm going to make a thing of this. So I, uh, yeah, I like planned a whole weekend where you just um, do a bunch of self-care. Um, like, I think some foundational things are getting a mani-pedi, getting a massage, um sometimes we have like done a little staycation, like got an Airbnb or like a hotel room somewhere, either has a cool view or like a good bathtub or is like central to the different things that we're doing. Um,
1: Well, so the first time we did it together, he was like, well, I'm already doing this thing and now that I'm dating you, like I want you to do it with me. Oh yeah. So we stayed at an Airbnb that had a really nice view. Um,
2: was that the one where <laughs> the crazy people labeled everything? Yeah,
1: they were, it was almost like a bit like, so it was there downstairs and um, they also had like little, do you remember the little like houses in the back that they had? They were renting multiple Yeah, multiple they had people. these like
2: kind of tiny homes that were partially connected to their house. They had this kind of like compound set up for yeah. like Airbnbs.
1: And they had, didn't they have a pool?
2: No, they had a fireplace and then a kind of patio that would look okay, o- that looked over the sound.
1: Was. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, there were two older people, and they were literally everything had a label on it. Um, the only thing that didn't have any sort of information was how to turn the fireplace on. <laughs>
2: yeah, which was an outdoor gas fire pit that I couldn't find the valve for anywhere.
1: They they had a binder with like literally every
2: house rule single
1: thing yeah every house rule but also every like instruction manual for everything in the entire place
2: i remember when we finally figured out how to get the fireplace working outside we like brought some pillows out there and sat around the fire and then like the woman came out and she was like oh you're you're using the the indoor pillows outside (laughs) you're like oh my god lady you didn't (laughs) label those
1: yeah (laughs) you should put a sticker on this that says indoor pillows Pillow only, yeah. Um, but other, I mean, it, it was like to me, it was comical, like mm-hmm. with how many stickers there were and how like we we were sitting outside by the fire on like the first night. Were we there for two nights?
2: I think so. Probably Friday, Saturday. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, well, one of the nights we like look up and she's staring at us through the window. Oh yeah. And it was like not even late at that point. I think maybe it was like nine. Mm-hmm. It was just dark, and we weren't loud or anything. Like Mr. Liz is a pretty quiet guy. Yeah. Um. He he's just very baritone, so maybe that carries a little bit.
2: Baroo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. And, but it had a bathtub and that's always something to, to look out for. Mm -hmm. But we got manicures and pedicures, right?
2: Yeah. Uh, That's that's a, that's a basic.
1: And then massages. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember everything.
2: I think. Oh, oh, that year we did uh, the sensory deprivation tank. The float tank. It's the first and only time. Yeah. I would not do that again. It was cool, but. I got. They they have this sign that's like, "Do not rub your eyes because you're the way." It's it,
1: so much salt. Yeah, you're that's you're why you you're float. floating
2: in this in this little pod that has so much salt in it that your body doesn't go below the water level. But God forbid you rub your eyes, it's just like like a mild version of pepper spray hurts so fucking bad. And I'm just like yeah, sitting that in that the dark, just just like.
1: Oh, I oh, think I took oh. my contacts out for that, and then um, we went to. It's called the Little Red Day Spa mm-hmm. in um, Seattle, and it's so cool. It's a little, like, uh, it's a little sexy.
2: Yeah. the uh, They give the, you wine when the, you get in there, which the is, like, owner, not recommended. <laughs> the owner checked us in, and he was, like, so into it. And, like, describing this, it it sounds like it could have been creepy, like, how he was acting. But it, it wasn't, it didn't come off as creepy. It was more just, like, endearing or, like... He just uh, so obviously loved his job so much, mm-hmm. but he like showed us into the room, and so like this place is set up where it has all these different suites, and each one is themed a little bit differently. But we
1: were in the art suite, mm-hmm. which is like this two-story like, suite, big
2: loft. It was lofted.
1: Yeah, and um, we got massages, and then they like leave, and then we had the place to ourselves for an hour and a half. Yeah, or so they something. have this like
2: giant brass soaking tub and a shower but when he was showing us the space before the massages, he was like showing us all these different like oils and creams and like rubs that he had like made himself. And he'd be like, and like this salt scrub, you can take this and it's just like so much fun to just like lather all over yourself or like all over your partner. we were just like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm
1: He knows. Um, And there's also, there was a, a sauna Mm -hmm. and then the upstairs had like a tea lounge Mm -hmm. so there and then a fireplace yeah and then they had a table where like if you can bring your own like snacks and drinks if you wanted they like
2: they encourage it
1: yeah and they give you wine Mm -hmm. um so we've checked out a couple of their other suites since then for like you know birthdays holidays whatever but the art suite was definitely i think my favorite
2: yeah they definitely get up to some kinky stuff at that establishment. Oh, for establishment. Sure.
1: Um, They, well, so the last few times that I've booked there, they like are opening like a venue type thing. And I was like, oh, I wonder what kind of like events they host. And mm-hmm. it was definitely some like kinky stuff. Yeah. It was like a performance type thing.
2: Well, that's also where our friend was a human. Uh,
1: sushi, board, sushi board. Sushi platter. Nude sushi board. Which is kind of fun, but also weird. But the thing that I that doesn't make sense to me is like it's gonna be on your body, so it's gonna get warm.
2: Yeah, hmm. That's, yeah. No one likes. Did she body get paid tempestu- really well? I'm sure she did. <laughs>
1: um, and then yeah, the next year we recreated our Portland date. I'm pretty sure.
2: Oh yeah. Our like
1: our third date, I went to Portland to meet up with him, which that's still very early on. He could have murdered me. Amelia mm-hmm. thought I was like losing my mind. I
2: mean, outside of like the obvious danger of doing that, you also run the risk of like what if it's just a terrible time and you're just stuck down there? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. The Cuz he was going to drive me back all time. That would have been weird. Well, our first date, we did mushrooms, so.
2: Yeah, we <laughs> broke all the barriers.
1: <laughs> and, uh, well, I don't know. I think I have a good intuition about people. Mm-hmm.
2: You do. You do, you you are, like, really good at nailing your, like, first impressions where you're like, this is, this is good people. Or you're like, don't trust this person. Yeah. And it's usually I think right. It,
1: it's because when I was a kid, I, like, trusted people too easily. Mm-hmm. So I think I just kind of, like, subconsciously, built this understanding of people and the more i went to therapy this is gonna sound maybe kind of stupid the more i went to therapy like the more i learned about myself and then that helped me understand wow. other people better yeah so, that's just math. yeah it's just math <laughs> baby um so i can just kind of like sense sometimes if someone sucks there was one time where we met um our friends like now ex-girlfriend and i texted amelia and i was like i just want you're like, to let the record say show this, that
2: she's suspicious.
1: I need to, yeah, I was like, I need to tell someone this, but this girl does not give me a good feeling. And then lo and behold, a few days later, we get some bad news about her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look at the, look, I told her. I told Amelia.
2: <laughs> Fucking a so I just, I,
1: I just like need to tell someone so I can confirm if my gut instinct is right later. Mm-hmm. And it has been. Yeah. And I think maybe that's just getting older you know, yeah, you just meet more people and have more life experiences.
2: you're like a a dog who can smell earthquakes,
1: yeah, exactly, <laughs> except the earthquake is someone's shitty personality. Yeah. Um, and then last year, I think last year was one of my it was definitely a top contender well,
2: last year was great, I think because the facial was so good also that massage one of the best massages I've ever gotten
1: i the massage I think was fine, like for me, like um but they do this like they did this like scrub this body scrub
2: oh yeah that was an add-on yeah i was uh, like i want to be scrubbed down like i'm a dirty pot (laughs) mr liz
1: (laughs) he's literally a bear to me he's actually like a sleepy bear that Mm -hmm. emerges from hibernation and just wants to rub on a tree rub his back on a tree
2: sounds like the ideal existence
1: there have been several times where he's just been like will you scratch the shit out of my back yeah itch it um but they had these really cool showers yeah. I, got the sp- I got the best shower. That My masseuse showers, was like, this is my favorite shower. Those
2: showers were like, I wish I never experienced the shower. Like, <laughs> I wish I could unlearn that <laughs> something this good existed. Mine
1: had like an overhead spout and then like three on the side. So you're just like fully emerged. You,
2: they, it was just like a button that they pushed and they set it to whatever temperature you wanted. And then the mm-hmm. water just was that temperature. There's a little digital readout, mm-hmm. which was sick. And it was just like really tall... Had a great, like, full glass, like, door thing, uh, multiple nozzles. And I think the lighting was just very dark and moody, which I liked.
1: Yeah, I do love some moody lighting. But um, anyways, we're we're gearing up for self-care weekend this year. And yeah, so we're, like,
2: midway through planning it.
1: And I also just, I generally highly recommend doing this, mm-hmm. like, both solo and with a partner. It's yeah. a lot of fun to do with a partner.
2: Yeah. I think it's also good to like be okay spending like time by yourself. Like that's something that I did like the first two years when I did it by myself, I was just like, it's just Mr. Liz time. Almost mm-hmm. said my name. <laughs> uh, and you, it's just like, uh, good to just kind of like sit and reflect and like appreciate yourself and think about the things that yeah. you enjoy and not feel like you need to be with other people or always like constantly engaged all the time.
1: That is self care mm-hmm. is just, being present in your own body and right. something that helps with that is like a self-care weekend because yeah. honestly all your senses are kind of engaged
2: mm-hmm. on the flip side of that one of the best things about self-care weekend is just like sitting on the couch with all your favorite snacks and drinks and just like watching a movie or playing uh uh what's the little kirby
1: <laughs> yeah that is true la- la- we did a lot of vibing yeah just vibing mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Liz bought a Luigi's Haunted Mansion or something. Yeah, like a little I just, <laughs> bit. I would just get zooted and watch him play. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, there's
2: a ghost. Take a blinker and tell me how to <laughs> kill a ghost, as Luigi.
1: Will you explain what a blinker is? It's
2: my new favorite term. I just learned it from from the Gen Z zoomers. <laughs> it's uh, it's when you rip your vape so hard that the the little battery the light, light starts blinking. <laughs> a
1: blinker um and then this year uh we're trying to save a little money so we're gonna be staying at my place Mm -hmm. but we'll still be doing all the fun stuff yeah so and you know i do try and make my place as comfortable as possible i got the blackout curtains yeah
2: your bedroom is immaculate
1: i got an ac unit
2: yeah, a very comfy mattress. Um, mm-hmm.
1: My my mattress is a memory foam mattress, but it's a little more on the firm side. Um so you're not just too squished. Because Mr. Liz has a foam a memory foam mattress topper and um wh- we know it's time to rotate it when I start just kind of like barreling into my
2: my mattress <laughs> it when, when we're both in. sleeping on it. It looks like how like uh, in physics class they, they demonstrate what like gravity looks like or the space time <laughs> continuum where they've got this like this like piece of fabric and they put one ball in the middle and they put another ball down and it like zooms into that ball
1: yeah that's literally what it's like Yeah. Um. so I have to have a pillow in between to like kind of be a wedge <laughs> so I don't roll in this is
2: my side of the bed stop yeah. touching me
1: <laughs> I just can't I can't escape and it's hard in the summer because it's so hot yeah. you know you're you're a warm bean Mm-hmm. I do. I do run hot. bean. Yeah, which is really nice in the winter. (laughs) Yeah, for me. You are just uh, siphoning your body heat from you. So cold. (laughs) I think um, we can wrap it up on that note. All right. Are you gonna sing the outro?
2: What's What's the outro? Um,
1: I'm I'm not gonna sing it for you because I want to hear what you'll do. Hmm. But it's we love you, our children.
2: I'm not gonna sing that.
1: If if I sing it will you um come in with some low notes? Sure. Okay. We love you our children
2: do. No. <laughs> <laughs>